0: Horn Free Radio, Episode 184, How Successful Guys Overcome Boredom. All right, we're continuing our Successful Guys series. Now, we started this back in Episode 181. Each week, over the last few weeks, we've been doing different topics of how successful guys overcome challenges. And we've talked, uh, what have we talked about so far? We've talked about uh, how successful guys overcome lack of motivation, We did shame. Last week, we did relapsing. This week, our focus is boredom. We're going to target boredom. That's a trigger a lot of guys talk about, and we're going to talk about what it is and how to overcome it. And then finally, next week, we'll finish with how successful guys overcome edging. If you don't know what edging is, definitely come back next week. You're probably struggling with it. Okay, so... This is all by design. We're talking about you know tw- you know getting ready for 2019. it's it's uh, uh, pretty typical for guys to think about you know their new year coming up and you know I want 2019 to be a year that you really grow uh, where you really take recovery to the next level. Now one of the things that I am most passionate about, one of the things that I think um, that would help most guys who listen to porn free radio is to join, Rev Group Coaching, to get involved with some other guys on the journey who are like-minded, who are taking ownership for their recovery. So to get access to one of the open spots, we have a couple open spots in Rev uh, starting in January, go to recoveredman.com slash register. That's recoveredman.com slash register. Definitely do that though. If you want to jumpstart your recovery in 2019, if you want to really Uh, Take it to the next level. Join Rev Group Coaching. All right, guys, let's start the
1: show. Porn Free Radio.
0: Gentlemen, you're listening to me right now. You and I are together. I'm there. I'm in your headphones, I'm in your stereo, your Bluetooth, whatever. We're there together you know I'm on the treadmill with you or wherever you are at right now that's the best part about a podcast there's a community aspect to it I'm gonna break that down all right I'm not gonna rap for you today don't worry but I'm amped up look here's another way to look at it man I love the hook on that song that's good what up? This is for motivated guys who want to quit looking at porn, and just even if you and I are in this conversation right now, I'm talking, you're listening to me, we're together. Yo. I'm saying, dude, come on, man, I want you to feel good enough, I want you to feel loved at your core, I want more for you. I want you to be loved. And hey, your life doesn't have to be defined by your porn addiction. Gentlemen, we're not alone in this. Well, welcome to Porn Free Radio. This is the podcast for motivated guys who want to quit looking at porn. This is where you come to get hope and take action. I'm your host, Matt Dopschutz, and I am sitting here uh, it is December 28th, 2019. Now, I've recorded this episode a couple of times. Uh, I've had a couple of misfires earlier this week, but I have some time right now to, to finish this up. And I'm excited to talk to you about boredom. Um, coincidentally, it's my 48th birthday. So one of the reasons I have time right now is my wife is home uh, with the kids. And um, my wife is really funny. She typically has things for me to do. And, you know, she kind of um, uh, has sort of an agenda for my life, which is good, because I need I'm not very structured. So it's a good thing. Uh, But um, on special days, like like a birthday, I mean, I have like carte blanche, I said, Hey, I want to record this podcast. And she went, Oh, sure. No problem. Like she would never say that she'd say, really, do you have to do it today? Uh, so I kind of have like a free pass right now. So, um, you know, consider yourself uh, lucky. I'm, I'm, I'm spending it with you guys. <laughs> my, my free pass. I could be playing Fortnite right now or uh, sitting at a coffee shop, but I'm, uh, I'm recording porn free radio. Um, but no, I'm happy. I do have coffee, uh, as you might know. I'm. She actually made it today, and man, it tastes good. So a little uh little Dunkin Donuts uh, coffee made with love uh by my wife which is awesome. So, uh we're talking about boredom today. And um I'm I'm a little I feel a little bit of a weight talking about boredom because I want to make this podcast interesting because if it's boring, you're going to you're going to flip over to something else. You're going to start listening to uh Joe Rogan or uh what other podcasts do people listen to? I don't even know. One of those NPR podcasts? Um, serial? Anyone? I'm I, i I'm kind of like a slacker podcast listener. I, I listen to a few, and I'm kind of in a rut. I need to find some new ones. So if anyone has a really good podcast recommendation, I'd appreciate you letting me know. Uh, Matt at recoveredman.com. Send me an email with your podcast recommendations. But, I mean, you kind of know my sense of humor, so figure out... What would be good for me? Uh, anyway, I um, uh, what was I thinking? Oh yeah, if, if see if I make this boring, you'll turn to something else. So um, I want to make this exciting. So I actually have a mystery guest that will join us in a couple minutes. Uh, it was a way to sort of <laughs> build some excitement in this into this episode. So hold on for that special mystery guest. So we're talking about boredom today. Now. When I ask guys what some of their biggest triggers are, and I, I do this in some, sometimes my, my one-on-one coaching calls, my first call with a guy, I'll, I'll ask them what their big triggers or threats are, and boredom always comes up probably in the top two or three in terms of triggers. And it, it's a combination of things. It's boredom, but it, usu- it usually always implies being alone. It's not I feel bored at the opera, so then I start looking at porn. It's more that I'm home, I'm by myself, or uh, I'm at work doing something kind of challenging that I'm procrastinating about, and that's that's when the boredom kicks in. And so I actually think that the boredom that we experience... The, the, the one that actually sort of triggers or uh, makes us want to escape, uh, wants us to kind of go down the rabbit hole, is actually more... Um, is more... closer, actually, to the feeling of being alone. Um, you know, Thomas Merton was a a Christian monk, and he wrote about solitude a lot. That was kind of one of the things he was known for. And uh, in one essay, he wrote that men are adverse to being alone or to feeling alone, that they do everything they can to forget their solitude. And, you know, that was me to a nutshell, you know, growing up. Um, I was always... um, trying to run from being alone. You know, I used to believe the lie that no one can see me, so no one loves me. So when I would be alone, a lot of times I would start to feel this sense of isolation or solitude, and I hated that feeling. Now, Merton says something interesting. He uh, and I heard this I heard this from a friend years ago, and this is sort of a paraphrase of what he says. He says, "By means of distraction, a man can avoid his own company twenty four hours a day by means of distraction, a man can avoid his own company twenty four hours a day. And I think that 's true. So when I think about boredom. I think part of it is feeling that isolation or feeling alone, Uh, being reminded of sort of myself in the boredom, you know? And, And so what do I do? I'm constantly running towards distractions. And the biggest distraction, you know, in my life for years was porn and porn behaviors. Obsessively thinking about it, searching for it, looking at it, masturbating to it, feeling shame about it. You know, it just took up so much space. It took up so much space. But, you know, in recovery, though, I'm starting to learn about the good of solitude, the good of rest, of actually being by myself. You know, and I still am prone to distractions, you know, whether it's Netflix, or games on my iPhone, busyness. So I can still fall into the trap of avoiding myself. Well, let me get our mystery guest's opinion on this. I <laughs> I, I don't know how to set this up. I want to welcome in a frequent contributor to Porn Free Radio. He hasn't been on in a couple years, but um, I happen to be doing an interview with him for his podcast. And at the end, I asked him, to tell me his opinion on boredom and why it triggers guys. So let's go to the man, the myth, the legend, the founder of The Mindful Habit, Craig Para.
1: Uh, A couple of things. So number one, um, I want to first shift their perspective on boredom. And number one, um, help them appreciate that if you have the gift and the ability to be bored, you are living a privileged life. So I want to, you know, just, just first, I want to kind of shift that perspective help them see this as like, whoa, wait a minute. That's true. You look at 90% of the world, they're, they're struggling to feed themselves for 12, 14, 16 hours a day. Um, and, and here we are with the luxury of leisure time. So one, just shifting their perspective on that. Number two, it's really about changing your relationship with leisure. And, the fact of the matter is that this, this core of this boredom, you know, I'm alone, I'm bored. And what's really going on is I'm alone. I'm scared. And when men be, you know, dive into that boredom and this need to act out as soon as possible, um, when they turn over that rock, um, the overwhelming majority of them find fear and, 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 and it's, you know, procrastination, not doing the things that they know they need to do in order to be successful, fear of failure, fear of not being liked, fear of being abandoned, fear of being judged and, you know, boredom and procrastination, which, which we know are impactful, but aren't treated as core issues. And at least a lot of what's out there. And and for me, it's a major issue because um, you know, teaching men how to be by themselves and how to use that time that they have to honor and respect and advance what it is they want to accomplish is, is critical. If we can help somebody, you know, in every instant except when they're alone, you know, we really, really haven't done much. And that's always when that boredom lies. Um, so did that make sense?
0: Yeah, definitely. I I, I totally agree with that. And I think um, part of the journey, part of becoming healthy is learning how to be healthy alone.
1: That's right, that's um, right.
0: And, and even learning to accept boredom sometimes. I, I read a great book uh, called Deep Work by Cal Newport. And he said, um, in our culture, we've, we've, we've forgotten how to be bored. You know, you used to stand in line at a bank and uh, you didn't have a cell phone and you just had to stand, you didn't, you, you weren't talking to anybody. You weren't reading anything. You didn't have headphones. You just were, you just were there yeah. waiting. Yeah. And, 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 you know, you, you had, you sort of learned um, that instant gratification wasn't there anymore. Now, now watch guys try to leave the house without a cell phone and they freak out, you yeah. know?
1: Well, I think, you know, you make a great point, Matt. And what I do personally, when I wait in line, um i never have my phone out just a rule that i have just i you know i look for these micro moments to be mindful and to sit in my anxiety and stress and i'm rushing and and feeling the urge to reach for the phone because you know when you when you go up a layer for people struggling with you know compulsive sexual behavior you go up a layer um, there's a relationship with technology that needs to be addressed because that, that you're right, that, you know, why is technology so addicting and and, and studies are clear, making people depressed and making people anxious and lowering their self-esteem. Um, I think a lot of it is that inability to sit by yourself without getting that constant interaction. And, you know, this device, forget about the porn, is addicting. It is designed to be addicting. They have the preeminent psychologists and brain scientists studying the click and how many clicks per second and how many touches and touches and using cues and prompts to drive that. And, you know, because we are so uncomfortable being alone, it makes it a perfect escape and, and hence, you know, a lot of the problems that we have today.
0: So I, I didn't tell Craig that I um, was going to read Merton at the beginning of this podcast, and we didn't even talk about it. But you can tell that he's on the same wavelength, that there's this this fear that comes up uh, in boredom, that fear of being alone, um, that feeling of being alone. And, you know, there's something about that that, that really guys um, want to escape from. So I think Craig totally is in alignment with where, what we're talking about here. And, you know, when I was talking to Craig, I mentioned Deep Work uh, by Cal Newport. And as I was reading that book, I read that book last year, but I picked it up again this week to kind of look at his ideas. He's in total alignment, too, that um, that we are struggling To create solitude in our lives. And increasingly, there's more and more distractions. And, you know, he obviously talks about some of the modern age, uh, specifically social media. And he doesn't demonize social media, but he, uh, Cal Newport, is a um, computer science professor at Georgetown. And so he is uh, very attuned to the way that social media sites program their websites in order to keep people engaged and the algorithms and some of the tools they use to keep people involved. And he, he sees that as an, um, uh, as a, a danger for us. If we're already prone to distraction, that we're engaging with platforms that are built to keep us distracted. And, um, and he, he really talks about one of the challenges with distraction is not distraction in and of itself, but it's the, the, the things that distract us in life hijack our attention uh, from more meaningful pursuits. So he said it's not so much that distraction is bad, you know, like sitting down with, um, uh, you know, maybe sitting down for an hour and watching Netflix or something like that. But it's the fact that a lot of times what distracts us, you know whether it's the news app on our phone or whether it's social media or whether it's edging or going down the rabbit hole with porn, is a lot of time it's not planned you know we're feeling a sense of boredom, we're feeling a sense of whatever malaise or or i want to say ennui what am I, who am I a French poet uh uh you know we're feeling kind of this um you know, whatever it is, low-level sadness or or just isolation. And so we reach for something stimulating. And it, it the distraction will come and sort of hijack, we'll, we'll sort of all of a sudden feel compelled to check our phone or we'll feel compelled uh, to do that Google search. Uh, Cal Newport says, you know, that to simply wait and be bored has become a novel experience in modern life. But in his mind, um, to build concentration, to be able to think deeper, we need to re-engage that habit. We need to start to be able to feel that sense of boredom without trying to go to something super stimulating. You know, in the book, he's, focu- he's talking about you know, how to increase your focus, how to increase your ability to concentrate, solve problems. But he says any effort to deepen your focus will struggle if you don't wean your your mind from a dependence on distraction. And so part of recovery is not just, you know, setting up filters. Uh, It's not just checking in with accountability partners or creating plans, it's actually strategically weaning ourselves from a dependence on distraction. You get where I'm going here? It's not just that we're trying to stop a behavior, but we're actually weaning our dependence on distraction. So we're, we're developing a sense of, hey, how can I be alone and be healthy? That's the goal here. You know, it's not just not looking at porn, but it's how do we, how do we feel feelings and manage them without running or escaping? So where am I going with this? How do, how do successful guys overcome boredom? Well, I think part of it is starting to identify how you can cultivate solitude. It it means that instead of every time you feel bored, you pick up your phone or you play press play on a podcast or you just avoid times of being alone by keeping busy. You know, I think that's one of the things that guys... Do a lot is is I'll ask them, you know, what do you do, um, what do you do to deal with the trigger of boredom? And they're like, keep busy, like plan more, just be busy. But if you think about it, that's just that's distraction. Just like um, Merton says, you know, that's that's another mean of distraction, whether it's being a workaholic or whether it's filling up your days with a whole bunch of uh, activities that doesn't solve the problem. So what do we need to do? We need to cultivate solitude. And I think some guys will try to do this with a big, you know, fast, you know, like we'll do an internet fast for, you know, a weekend or, you know, maybe you'll go on a retreat. But I think that in this case, consistency overrides intensity that if you can start to create consistent places where you're showing up and embracing solitude, uh, you're gonna be much better off in the long run. So how can you embrace solitude? How can you embrace being alone, even feeling bored, without dependence on distraction? So here's a couple ideas. Uh, One of them, or a couple of them come from Deep Work. Well. An easy one is reflective journaling. So putting some time in your day to take some notes, to think through and process what's going on in your life. That's a big one. That's what a lot of guys in coaching end up doing. Whether it's, uh, you know, some guys have a journal where they just write lines at the end of the night. They just have the date and they just write a few lines about what happened that day or what they're feeling other guys do the five-minute journal. I've mentioned that many times. The five-minute journal just asks a couple of prompts for you to answer, um, and there's a couple of questions you answer at the beginning of the day, and a couple of questions that you a- ask or a- answer at the end of the day. Uh, one that Cal Newport talks about is he talks about going on. He call, what does he call it? Productive meditation. Hold on, let me see. I'm looking it up. I don't have my glasses on. I can't see. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, he goes, meditate productively. So instead of, you know, just sitting in a chair or on a yoga mat and meditating, um, what he suggests is going for a walk or doing the dishes or going for a bike ride, but not taking any stimulus with you, not, not taking a podcast not listening to a podcast, not reading a book, um, or watching TV or something like that, but just being alone with your thoughts, uh, but not working out too hard, like not necessarily running or or doing something where you're completely uh, um, out of breath. And he actually suggests taking an idea that you want to work on, a thought, you know, a problem that you're trying to solve. And you know you can do this with with something that you need to do for work, or a problem in your life, or you can do it with you know maybe a challenge that you're having in recovery. You know, maybe there's a threat that you've identified and you're not sure what to do about it. Uh, what Cal Newport says is meditate productively, go out for that walk, and just let your mind associate, think through the problem. Um, and there's that. There's that sort of connection with mind and body uh, when you're walking. So that, that was a pretty cool idea, I thought. Um, Cal talks a lot about looking for ways to increase your focus. In the book, you know, Deep Work, that's the main purpose. Um, and so it's not just weaning yourself off of distraction, but looking for ways to improve your mind's memory, your muscle, the muscle memory of your memory, and of your mind. Um, I keep saying muscle memory. I don't think that's what I'm trying to say. But um, um, it's interesting. He has this chapter called Embrace Boredom. And at the end of the chapter, it teaches a technique for memorizing a deck of randomly shuffled cards and remembering all the cards in order. And I actually, when I was recording Uh, The other day when I was working on this, I was was just reading and prepping for this podcast. I actually used the technique. Now, I didn't memorize 52 cards. I didn't quite have enough time uh, to do what was needed to to do that. But I actually pulled out 10 random cards and um, memorized them in about five minutes. And it was interesting. Like uh, Later in the day, I actually could recall the exact order of the 10 cards. And it was just 10 random cards. Um, so it was kind of cool to um, to be able to try that. Uh, that's something I've never done before. I've never done any sort of mind improvement or mental uh, fitness type stuff. But that was a pretty cool idea. Like, you know, if we, if we really, um, you know, a lot of guys who listen to the podcast are, you know, a big fan of, you know, talking about the brain's impact um, by addiction or, you know, talking about dopamine, talking about these different things that are going on in our brain when we're addicted to porn. Well, it makes sense that if you are interested in that, that you would also be interested in figuring out ways to improve your brain. And so, um, you know, so that's one of the things that that's talked about in deep work. One other thing that he talks a lot about is, you know, social media and how it's wired to sort of keep us engaged. And so, I, you know, he personally isn't on social media. Uh, and uh, and I've, I've kind of limited some of my stuff on social media, and I'm considering eliminating more of it. Um, but he talks about eliminating apps from your phone um, as a potential way to uh, wean yourself of distraction. I did this recently. I think I mentioned it i I got rid of the news app, and my the use of my phone I think went down like twenty to thirty percent, like just taking that app off because what I was doing was I'd open my phone, I would check my email, I would do the things I needed to do, and there were just news alerts all the time of something that happened in the White House or something that happened um on reality t v and the next thing you know, I'd be reading an article and um so I took the news app off, and I haven't missed it at all. um I took the Facebook app off my phone I haven't missed it at all, like I just don't I don't miss it you know every once in a while um i uh will go on and check you know when when there's like a special occasion or I'll post a picture um but but the, i don't need to check facebook every time i open my phone it just doesn't matter that much so and i i i think even in the last few weeks i've had more solitude because of that i've actually had more healthy solitude uh, there's been some points where you know i check my email on my phone and there's nothing else to do on my phone. Like, I'm, you know, I'm there's nothing else that's distracting me. So I put it down and then I move on and I pick up a book or I think about what I need to do or I just am with myself. Well, I think we'll put a pin in this episode. Um, I hope some of this rambling has been helpful today. I think there were some good ideas here. Um, uh, idea number one that I think is like the biggest one here is you know is your boredom really more that feeling of being alone and is are you constantly running towards distraction and is that something that you need to start to create new habits about is the whole porn and porn compulsive behaviors is it more about you trying to distract yourself? And if so, what are you distracting yourself from? I'll finish with uh, a couple of writing prompts if you want to take some time later today and write. Here's, here's a couple of questions to consider. They're prompts. So put, this, put these three things on a piece of paper and write about each one of these. Number one is, when I'm alone, I feel... What do you feel when you're alone? You know, just write any sort of sense, any connections to what do you do when you're alone? What do you feel? Now, you could be an introvert and you could say, man, I I love being alone. It's great. Then answer this question, this follow question. I avoid being alone by what? Even if you're an introvert, is there anything you're doing to distract yourself? Is there anything that's getting in the way from you actually experiencing rest and solitude? Number three, write this down. When I look at porn, I want. What do you want in the porn that you look at? What are you trying to get? Is it a thrill? Is it affirmation? Is it feeling good enough? Think about what do you want? So what do you feel when you're alone? When I'm alone, I feel dot, dot, dot. Number two, I avoid being alone by dot, dot, dot. What are those distractions? And three, what are those needs that you're looking for in porn? When I look at porn, I want. That's a great uh, sort of check on how you deal with this. What do you do when you're alone? What, how do you distract yourself? What are your needs? What are the needs that you're trying to meet in porn? And then go for one of those productive walks, those uh, medita- medita- <laughs> meditate productively by thinking about what are some ways that I can get those needs met? What are some ways that I can wean myself from distraction? What are those feelings that I feel alone that are so strong that I'm that I'm compulsively going towards Uh, you know, towards, towards distraction. All right. Well, we'll be here next week with our conclusion to this series. We'll talk about how successful guys overcome edgy. All right. Until then, take care. Wait, take care. Is that how I end this? No. Take hope and take action. Be good. All right. See ya.